everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Living Life God's Way with Mimo. And this week, we want to talk about something really interesting. Um, we've been talking about purpose and, um, you know, finding your purpose. First, the importance of purpose, finding your purpose, how to even know what your purpose is. Today, we're going to be talking about, so when you know your purpose, what next? How do you move from just knowing your purpose to actually starting to take action? All right. And today we have someone in the studio, someone who is such an inspiration. His life has modeled and, and impacted many lives, thousands of lives globally beyond the shores of his country, Nigeria, to a lot of other countries around the world. My um, guest today is someone who had started from very humble beginnings. From he's, he's, had his, he's had his fair share of, of failure, he's had his fair share of struggles, but he was able to move from the backstage where he was literally nobody to the center stage right now where he's known globally and he's making impact. He's an award winning artist with a specialization in fine art. Um, but I'm going to just let him speak for himself and just talk about what he's been able to achieve now, regardless of um, you know, where he's, he's been coming from. All right, so my guest today is Kunle Adewale. <laughs> Hi, Kunle. You're welcome to today's episode of Living Life God's Way with Mimo. Hi, Mimo. Thank you for hosting me today. Uh, it's my pleasure to join all of you today to have uh, a conversation around what I think is very key and very important as, um, as people created by God, and which, is, which is purpose. So my name is Kunade Wale. I'm a visual artist uh, from Nigeria. I'm a development practitioner with focus on art and health, heart and well-being. I am very passionate about using art for social change. And um, I'm the founder of three organizations, namely Tender Art Nigeria, which I founded in 2013, an art and medicine project in 2016, an art and medicine fellowship in 2018. So all of my organizations actually are, are institutionalized in a way that we partner uh, with um, local NGOs and international NGOs and diplomatic, uh, diplomatic missions around the world to be able to facilitate um, um, creative engagement to inspire social change in our community and around the world. Wow. So Kunle, this is such a beautiful story about what is happening right now, but can you talk about how you started? And I know, at least I know, that Kunle, you had written your, your national, you had an examination you wrote and you failed it seven times yeah. before you finally got into university. Yeah you finally passed it the seventh time. Mm. And that was like the beginning of a lot of things turning around in your life. So would you just want to talk about that point? How did you come to this point that you are right now? So um, like way back, I remember when I told my dad I would love to go to school. I really do not look like a bright child. I do not look like a bright person, somebody that have a promising future. And I remembered my dad told me to go and learn how to repair radio parts at one of the street corners. 
Imush in Lagos, Nigeria, way back about, say maybe about two and a half decades ago, or three, about three decades ago, about 30 years ago. And if I told my dad I would love to go to school, but that didn't really materialize until I wrote WAEC, which is like West African uh, examination, which is like a requirement for you to be able to go to college or university. So I did that for seven times in seven years. I was writing it. I was writing this particular exam. I was retaking it. But I was more passionate about the fact that I can get to study my course of study in the university regardless of my years of failures. So I was failing back to back, but I was not allowing my background to remain on the, on the, on the ground. I allowed myself to continue to move forward, to continue to advance and to, you know, uh, advance towards my purpose. It'll be interesting to know, how did you get into art? We're talking about purpose, finding your purpose. How did you figure art as your own path? So I would say that my art or my activity, my artistic skills are coming into play way back during my teenage years, um, early, my early teenage years anyway. So I used to visit um, artists around me. Uh, I used to also like, you know, watch a lot of cartoon and animation on the Cartoon Network. So, and then that in a way feels like a steering of something in me that I didn't even know that actually I had. And then so I realized later on that I love like scribbling with jumbo markers, the colorful markers. I will, I will take Bible verses, I will write them. I will use colorful markers to write them on cardboard. I will draw flowers, draw mountains and shade, shade, shade. And then so I also like, love uh, assembling um, scrap objects to be able to create works of art. I didn't know what I was doing anyways, but then I felt like there was a calling. I felt like there was a driving force. I felt like there was a pushing inside out for me. But I didn't know what that was. I, I, I didn't figure out what that was, but I knew that I was already experimenting. I was already experimenting with art. In a way, when I do it, people ask me, are you an artist? I said, no, I was living in denial. I was like, no, I'm not an artist. I'm just enjoying creating things. So for me, I didn't know that that was God speaking to me and showing me my art or pathway in life. And for me, the lesson here is that starting the journey to your purpose might not make sense. Start anyway. It might not be clear. You might not have clarity. You may not have the full picture. In fact, God will never show you the full picture of your purpose. It will reveal your purpose to you face by face, one day at a time, <laughs> one face at a time. Pay attention to your passion, things that drives you. All of these are things that God uses to speak to you. Think about things that move you because those are the things that will move you forward. Um, so I think the, the last question I would ask you, Kunle, is um, when you discover why you were created, how do you move from just knowing to actually start doing and, and living the life that God wants you to live? Thank you very much for that question. I often tell people that passion is not enough. So I'm passionate, you can be passionate and uh, you are doing the wrong thing. <laughs> the Bible talks about zeal without knowledge. So you can be zealous and you're doing the wrong thing. So passion is not enough. And I also say that knowledge is not enough. In fact, until you start applying what you know, you will not be known. So a few things I would just say very quickly to you. Number one, think about competence. 
competence in your field. Be a king where God has called you and not a spectator or a servant. Competence can never be faked. Number two, commitment. You're not here. Life is not a playing ground. It's a purpose ground, a ground for purpose because God created you for a purpose. Number three, compassion. Jesus, when he sees crowd be hungry, is moved with compassion. <laughs> compassion is your compass to your destination. God, in a way, look at your heart, how you are moved. Like I said before, what moves you is what God uses to move you forward. <laughs> so be a person of compassion. Think about people in your environment. Think about what you can use your talent to do. Think about how you can use your skill to solve the world economic crisis or problems. Think about how you can help children who are out of school to get back to school. Use every platform, privileges, and a talent that God has given to you to make change happen in the life of other people. Number four, collaboration. You were not, man was never created for isolation, but for association. Even God said, let us come together and create man in our own image. Your creation was never in isolation, but in association, agreement of Trinity. You will never achieve any significant success or have a sustainable greatness outside collaboration. Social capital is capital. <laughs> you need other people in your journey to take you through the journey that God has actually placed before you. Number five, consistency. You will never achieve anything remarkable outside being consistent. If you are a sweeper, sweep so much that somebody will be moved and say, ah, who swept this place? <laughs> if you are a driver, drive so well. Be a king, be consistent. In fact, consistency is king. No man is ever known outside consistency. So don't give up because of failures that you, are, that you are experiencing. And number six, I will talk about competition. You know, someone like myself, I'm not, I, I'm not really like, I don't like competition anyway. But you also realize that even your creation came through competition. Because your dad and your mom actually met. Do you know how many parents were released? But you met the winner. So your competition even started from your creation. Most importantly, Competition begins with you. Surpass your yesterday's success or successes. Surpass your yesterday's surpass limitation. Be a better version of you. Be a better version of you. And lastly, be a person of character. No matter how much you achieve in life, what, you keep, what will keep you up there as an achiever is your character. You might be super talented, but talent does not keep a man in a position. It's the character that keeps a man as an high flyer. God has created you for a purpose, but you will need character to actualize that purpose. Wow, this is very, very deep. And I'm just reflecting over the fact that as, as believers, as children of God, 
it's one thing to find what God has made you for. It's one thing to understand your why and the reason why he created you. But it's another thing to actually take steps that will lead you there, you know, from collaborating with other people to ensuring that you're consistently pursuing that vision that God has given to you to literally becoming your own competition and ensuring that you surpass your, you know, the, the achievements that you, you, you had yesterday and, and day before and just ensuring that you're taking your, yourself, you know, one step further, next step further. And, and you know, issue of character and, and, you know, on and on like that. And, and this is so, so important for us as believers, for us to live the life that God wants for us. Thank you so much, Kunle, for making time to be here. Um, I want to just leave, leave these words with you for you who is, who is listening out there, that there's no, there's no identity outside of God. There's no finding your purpose outside of God. God is the one who created us and made us, and he has a reason for our existence. And no matter the psychology or the gimmicks or whatever methodologies that anyone might give, the real place where your purpose lies is in God. So I want to encourage you today to just go back to God if you're still on that path where you're still trying to figure what exactly your calling is, what exactly your purpose is, what exactly your why is the reason for your existence, go back to God and ask him. And just check your life for, just like Kunle gave, um, you know, explained to us. Sometimes you've already started doing some of these things, but you just don't realize that it's God leading you or showing you, or that's just a green light to tell you that this is where I'm calling you to be. And as you take steps each day, discovering yourself, as you take steps each day, following God, seeking God and asking him for clarity, he would help you and, and help you to get it right with him. Thank you once again for being here. Thank you, Kunle, for making time to come. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you in the next episode.